G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. The past, your past, is history. It's been, it's gone, and nothing can ever buy it back. And whilst to a great degree it's shaped and defined who you are today, it can't hurt you. It doesn't have to hurt you. Unless, of course, you let it. Bernie Diamond, thank you so much for joining me as today we take a look at your past, your present, your future from a different perspective. Over the last little while on the program, we've been chatting together about the amazing transformation that the grace of God brings into our lives. I like to think of it as a grace transformation. If you've been able to join me, you'll know that we've been spending some time in just one chapter of the Old Testament in the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, because that one chapter happens to be cram-packed full of the transformation that God's grace brings into the lives of his people. It's amazing to me how much God's managed to pack into just one chapter of his word, the Bible, his living word. And if you and I can just drink that in, the amazing power of God's grace, then we're going to experience a transformation in our lives that words simply can't describe. Now, to some, that might sound to be a bit over the top, a bit much, if you will. Transformation? Hey, I've believed in God for years, some people are saying. I've never experienced any transformation. Well, that may be you. That, That may ring a little true for you. If it does, stick with me. Because we're going to dig deep today into what God has to say into your life about his grace transformation for you. Have you ever wondered what grace is? Grace is when you receive something good that you don't deserve. It's the flip side of mercy. Mercy is when you are spared a punishment that you deserve. Grace is when, in its place, you receive a blessing that you don't deserve. Two sides of the one coin, mercy and grace. And and one of the greatest acts of grace that God can ever pour out on anybody is a freedom from their past. Let's dive into God's word now, Isaiah chapter 43, a pivotal time in the history of Israel. They were in Babylon of all places, having been captured and exiled as slaves by the Babylonians. Now for them, that was an outrageous thing because they knew that they were God's chosen people. They knew that God had delivered them from slavery in Egypt some centuries before and brought them to the promised land, the land that he'd promised to Abraham many, many centuries before. And yet here they were again, not living in freedom in that promised land, but living in captivity as slaves in another land. Why? Well, because they turned their backs on God. Now, God was patient with them, but eventually his patience ran out and he allowed the Babylonians to destroy Jerusalem, destroy the temple and take his own people into captivity. The Israelites were living out the consequences of their own sin. Does that sound vaguely familiar? It happens to all of us when we turn our backs on God and go our own way in sin, in rebellion against him. We all end up living out those consequences. And as far as the Israelites could see, there was no hope for the future. They they were stuck there in slavery. Great, just let me say, like it is for you and me, when we're wallowing in the slavery of our own sin. But then God decides to speak through the great prophet Isaiah. 
He speaks of bringing the power to change things. He speaks of breaking into their dismal reality. He speaks of the fact that he has redeemed them, that they are precious to him, that they needn't be afraid, that he's going to open their eyes to the great reality, the great unseen reality, which is him. He is bringing transformation, release for the captives, a new life. The very same thing that he wants to bring into your life and mine, the very same thing that Jesus came to this earth to bring for us. But before that transformation, before that release can happen, something else needs to happen in the hearts and the minds of his people. Have a listen to what God says to them through Isaiah chapter 43, verses 14 to 21. Thus says the Lord your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I will send to Babylon and break down all the bars, and the shouting of the Chaldeans will be turned into lamentation. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea, a path in the mighty waters, who brings out chariot and horse and army and warrior, they lie down, they cannot rise, they are extinguished and quenched like a wick. Do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. I'm about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Don't you see it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The wild animals will honour me, the jackals and the ostriches. For I give water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, to give drink to my chosen people, the people whom I formed for myself, so that they may declare my praise. What is it that needs to happen? God needs to shift their focus off their circumstances onto the great and mighty Redeemer that he is. And God needs to get them to forget their past and place their hope in him for the future. Because if all they can focus on is their past failures and their present predicament, then they won't be ready to receive the freedom that he is about to bring. And the very same is true for you and me. There are some people tuned in today who are gripped by their past. They can't get over their failures. They they can't get over the hurts, perhaps the abuse, whatever it is in their past that's holding them back. And the thing about the past is that it's so powerful. It seems that nothing, nothing can set you free. That's precisely how it would have seemed to the Israelites. 70 years in captivity, 70 years of the punishment that by now they knew that they so richly deserved. And no hope for the future. Until all of a sudden, without warning, the grace of God breaks into their bleak reality. And God calls on them to forget the past and replace it with a vision of a bright future, a way in the wilderness, waters and rivers in the desert, to give drink and to bless his chosen people, the people whom he formed for himself to declare his praise. I believe that God is saying the very same thing to us today, to you and me. Forget the past. He's wiped your slate clean through Jesus, through the death and the sacrifice of Jesus on that cross for you. The past is irrelevant when you consider the future in the light of the grace transformation that God wants to bring into your life. Do you hear him through his word today? Because the moment anyone believes in Jesus, the past becomes completely irrelevant. All those hang-ups from the past that hang you up are wiped away. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 says, If anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See? Everything has become new. How much of the past has passed away? Everything, all of it. Every last little bit is gone. The moment you believe in Jesus, because in God's sight and in reality, you have become a completely new creation. You have literally been born again, 
and everything about you has become new. Everything. And God wants us to see that today. That's why in that verse that I just read, he says, see, see, everything has become new. Do you see? Because that's the great reality that God wants you to see today. The reality of your complete transformation. You, your life, your slate wiped clean, your future, whatever it may hold in God's plan for you, is bright because your God, the same one who sent Jesus for you, is pouring his grace out into your life today through his word and his spirit. Back there in the Old Testament, Israel was punished for their sins. But you and I, we have a new contract, a new arrangement with God, written in the blood of Jesus, who bore the punishment that you and I so richly deserve. Back then, the Israelites didn't receive mercy, but eventually they received grace. Today, you and I, if we believe in Jesus, we receive both mercy and grace, both freedom from punishment that we deserve and the unmerited, undeserved favour and blessing of God. Through Jesus, through him alone and nobody else. What a grace transformation. The power of the past over you is broken. Your future lies in God's hands. What a blessing. What a grace transformation. Before I go, I'd just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is powerfulprayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.